Welcome back, everyone, to the Dicer Destiny podcast. I'm your host, DM, and creator of this world, Cody Yunker. We hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's meet our player characters. Hey, everybody, it's Andrew playing Eric Blackstone. Hey, guys, it's Tristan Kristoff, and I'm playing Zask the Yuan-Ti. Let me tell you, uh, don't take this to heart, but 15 gold can get you a lot of things. <laughs> What's going on, guys? This is Brady playing Arwen Tillabrick, and... Uh, yeah, I cannot wait for this episode, and I hope you guys like it. Natural 20! In a world filled with dungeons and dragons, we follow the story of three unlikely heroes who find themselves in the midst of a plot to take over the world. Unbeknownst to them, what they see as small adventures for simple coin and glory may have a greater impact on the world at large. As the tale of these adventures unfolds, will the dice favor fall upon our heroes, or is it their destiny to fall to the evil that awaits? Will they be looked at as heroes throughout the realm, or will whispers of their deeds strike fear into the hearts that their tales fall upon? Join us and see, as we know there is 20 sides to every story. When last we left our heroes, you guys had finished um, your mission for the church. You had returned. You had solved the issue with the river. Um, some bandits were clogging up the river trying to steal the lumber. And you recovered the artifact for the church from the goblins. And now you guys spent the night in the... Slumber Inn, Stumble Out Inn and Tavern, and you were going to head to Fargrove to discover the reason behind the missing um, loads of lumber that they have not been getting. So, do you have anything you would like to do in town before you leave? You wake up, it's um, early morning, we'll say 9 o'clock, no, early morning, we'll say 9 o'clock. You guys ate breakfast already. Um... And you can either start your journey, choose to shop around. Um, go ahead. Well, <clears throat> that pancake was pretty good, don't you say? Pancake? I had sausage. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm going to go find myself something that I could possibly drink on the journey in case I feel a little weak in the legs, if you know what I mean. Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to go see if I can wrangle a, a health potion from anywhere okay. in the town. Um, your best bet from the little bit of time you spent in the town is probably going to be one of the churches or possibly the marketplace. What church did we um, save the temple thing? Um, Which one would, did we get the emblem back to? You helped the Church of Silvanos. Okay. Find their artifact. I'm going to go there and uh, see if they got anything. Okay. Um, you go and you talk to the priest of the church. He says that he can offer you one healing potion. They don't really carry healing potions or have healing potions, but um, somebody did make a offering to the church, and that was what it was. It's a standard potion of healing. Okay. Sweet. How much is it? Um, he's gonna. He says it'll be five gold pieces. Well, here you go, and here's an extra just because it keeps my books aligned. Thank you. That is all too kind of you, sir. Why are you giving away free money? Did you come with me? Yeah. No. <laughs> I just take along. Oh, well, because I'm just like that, I guess. I'm a giver, not a receiver. <laughs> well, I have business to attend, if you do not mind. We'll make our way out. Good day, sir. Good day to you. He's definitely the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> He slithered up on in no, here, too. No, I thought I'd use my voice. <laughs> um, as you're walking out... Hey, you! The slithery one. 
uh, yeah, what? Um, and it's the it's the knight of that church approaches you, the like, one who had no time for Sir you. Sigard or Sorrel? <laughs> Sigard. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to thank you for returning the artifact. I know we got started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's no problem at all. Just uh, if you ever need a hand with anything, or uh, I guess can't really lend a foot, but uh, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to reach out. All right, I just wanted to make amends. The God of Justice that I serve could not uh, could not take my folly from before. He serves. Is is that Sylvana's God of Justice correct? Yes. Oh, very well. Well, uh, yeah. Don't don't worry about it. It's it's, it's all fine. Carry on, friends. And you have yourself a good one, sir. You as well. And he walks off um, into the church. So, But yeah, I think I sold everything that I could and all that, so, but supposedly, uh, is there like a bookstore or something? I guess I can do magic stuff? There is a bookstore. <laughs> and <laughs> they are organizing. Organized? Didn't you go there? We had the whole days to, to get books. Is that not where you went? Uh, I, I went and cried over prices in the marketplace. That was about it. Um, well, so. <laughs> that's, you refer to the binding. So that is the bookstore here. Right. I'll show you where it's at. Well, I think if I ever get a little bit of free time before we leave, I'll go check that out just in case. If you want to check it out now, you can. He's a little limited on the magic books, as your friend um, learned. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just going, I'm, just, I'm just going in to be like, yo, what can I do? Because I totally forgot that I can do anything. <laughs> All right, so do you go visit... Um, Yelich? Yeah. Alright. Um, a short little gnome meets you at the door, greets you. Um, he shows you around. Says, well, I've got books here. They're in alphabetical order now. Thanks to my good friend here. What's up? It's, uh, very impressive. There's a lot of books in here. You know, I, would, I don't have enough fingers or toes to count. Wow. Yes, I, I do have quite the collection. I sell and buy. Um, I was wondering, um, do you just have anything on what, um, I guess I could do for spells? Like, referring to paladin spells, but do you have anything just, like, not magic magic, but, like, just saying what I can do? Um, well, what, what god do you serve, sir? Um, I serve, uh, Hor, the god of vengeance and retribution. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That doesn't sound very pleasant. It's, it's pretty cool, actually. It's, it's, um, uh... I can I can do some I can do some research and see what I have. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if you don't mind, I'd greatly appreciate it. Uh, sounds good. Awesome. Um, I don't seem to be seeing anything right now. He's he he must not be one of the major gods. He must be like a mid-sized god. Uh, I, I I'm pretty sure he, he might be. I I don't know a lot about guys and stuff, but I know he's definitely done our village great deeds. So, well, I will keep my eyes and ears open for you, good sir. Awesome. Thank you. You have a good one. You as well. Elich, did you find yes. any more wizard books? Uh, no, I regret that I did not have any more wizard books. But I regret that too. Um, but if I come across any more, I'll let you know. Thank you. Well, should we go find uh, Lady Luck or whatever her name is? That's the bartender. I thought that was the bartender's daughter. No, the... the you talking about the one that gave us the lockets? No, that's that lucky. That's that's the yeah the that's... lucky lockets. No, I'm not talking about her. The other lady, the the lady Volcroft. That's one. Ah yes. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, she is the one that uh, gave us this journey. We should probably talk to her before we, you know, head out. Ah yeah, I, I guess. Suppose. I just wanted to get the beaten people up, but all right. We head our way over to where we think she would be. Yep. Um, you know her dwelling where she stays. She informed you guys so that when you get were ready to go on the quest, you could. Um, so Lady Volcroft greets you at the door. Good afternoon. Are you ready to search for the uh, missing lumber? Why? Yes, we're, yes, we are. More than ready. We're ready to get this done and over with and beat some people up. I'm so excited. Oh, uh, you're an ambitious feller, aren't you? Uh, anything to help you, my lady, and it's just, it's just, it's fun, too, being on the brink of death. And, uh, never mind. I don't think she wants to hear too much about the death that you may receive upon this journey, but well, I am, we are ready. I am hoping that Isn't it? you guys do not die, you prevail, and 
maybe there won't be any violence needed at all. Maybe the town is just ale or something. That's that's, that's true, I guess. An alcoholic beverage. No, no, I guess ale, you know, with like a disease or something. Ah, uh, I don't know much about diseases. I I'm more dealing. Do, steel you, do fire. you have a do you have a map or certain directions maybe that would aid us? It's going to take you many days. Um, straight south, follow the main path, and you'll eventually run into signs that say Fargrove, and that's where you're going. Um, I suggest you stop in Fairgrove. <laughs> On the way down, there's, they're close, hence the name relation is close. Um, but you could, you could swing by there, get refreshed before you take the rest of the journey down. Do you happen to have any health potions? Um, no, I, I, I'm afraid not. Don't worry, I got one we can share if we need to. Um, very well, we, we will be on our way then. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, and do, do hurry back and report um, what you find. Yes, absolutely. Do, do we have a point of contact in Fargrove? Um, I, would see, I would see probably anybody that could answer, but Clara Diel is who you'll be looking for. You should be able to find her in the keep. Very well. We'll, uh, we'll take that information and <laughs> run with it, as they say. Um, we'll report back as, as soon as possible. All right. Thank you, sir. May we borrow some horses again? Um, um, not horses. <sighs> I don't think that our horses are ready for that journey. It'll take a while. And we do have other, um, other needs for them at the present time. I guess this see, one's not as pressing as the last. We'll take our time. Quite is right. That's quite all right. If there's no horses. <laughs> we'll put you in a cart. And that'll work, too. All right. Uh, so you guys head off. We head south. If you want to put your minis over on the board next to the road. And then I would like somebody to give me a D12 roll, please. I can do it. Unless somebody else wants to. Eleven. An 11? <laughs> okay. So you guys are about seven days into your journey Jeez. to Fairgrove. It's a, it's a hike down to where you're going. And you're walking along the road. It's heavily wooded on both sides of the road. Uh, about 20 feet off the road, there's been a nice cleared path. You guys hear a rustle in the, the brush to your right. What do you do? Guess so. Ready, uh, javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I also prepare myself ready as I put my hand on my whip. I prepare a firebolt. Okay. And you, as you guys are preparing these actions combat for seeing the worst a squirrel jumps out of the bush and goes scurrying across the path in front of you i launch what do i have to roll to hit a squirrel shoot your fireball <laughs> roll attacks i guess i just use a javelin these two are trying to attack 12 can 15. i can i do some kind of distraction to have it, them not hit the squirrel um, at this point, they're doing their ready to action, so no, you would not. Yeah. All right, so you you hit the squirrel, um, Eric, and what did you roll, Zask? 15. 15, you also hit the squirrel. Go ahead and roll your damages. One point of fire damage. <laughs> Eight points of damage. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. As the spear sticks through the squirrel and stabs it to the ground, the squirrel is now stuck in the ground. The fireball hits and ignites it, and you guys now have a nice toasty squirrel on a skewer. And that's what I call rations. At that point, <laughs> at that point, it is initiative. Oh what? no, that's oh. fast food. <laughs> fast food. Yeah. Would I, would I have been able to retrieve my javelin after I threw it, or no? Um, not a, not yet. Ooh! Well, I'll be going last. All right. What do you guys roll? Uh, 21. Okay. 
And you're going last with a nine, Arwen. You got me a 15. You got a 15, Zask. All right. And then you see emerging from the bush on that side and then also coming from the other side, you see massive black cat-looking creatures. Uh-oh. And you Ooh. would recognize them as panthers. Giant squirrels. these things. Eric, it is your go. The group, is it within a 15-foot cone where I could get three of those? Uh, no. For 60 feet? Or if you, you would have to move off to the side of the panther, you'd have to move it a little. You have 15-foot cone, you could not get three. I don't, You could only get two. Let's a 15 do it. Foot. I move to get two of them. Please do a dexterity saving throw for uh, the two. All right. And I would like to know if a 16 succeeds. Yeah, they'll take half of 10 fire damage. So five. Okay. All right, five points of fire damage. And it is the first panther's go. And he is going to leap. Yep, if you can move that one five feet in and the other one ten feet. Both those are going to attack Eric. The first one is going to pounce. Oof. Does a 16 hit Eric? Yes. Okay. And you take five points of biting damage as he hits you. And I need you to make a strength saving throw, please. Nat 20. Nat 20. All right. Sounds good. And then the other one is going to attack you. And he is going to roll a 12. That's my armor class. All right. So that is a hit. You take four more points of damage. And no saving throw is needed there. It is now Zask's go. Let's see. Homeboy getting slapped. Alright, and then I'll attack Pancher with my spear. So does a 18 hit. 18 does hit. Mint. Then we'll do ourselves a 12 points of damage on the first hit to the panther. Alright, that is a killing blow on that panther. Thank you. <laughs> with that, it is the next panther's turn. The one straight ahead of, ahead of you guys is going to rush up behind Zask. Does a 22 hit Zask? It does. <laughs> All right. You take five points of piercing damage. How are you? And I need you to make a strength saving throw, please. Hmm. Ha! 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 That's a... Net one. <laughs> you are knocked prone, my friend. And it is Arwen's go. Okay, I am going to cast Bane. And I'm going to choose these three panthers. Okay. And they are going to have to make a charisma saving throw. <laughs> Does a... Five succeed? No. They all fail. Sweet. Whenever a target that fails a saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw, they must roll a d4 and subtract it from their roll. Um, that is all I can do, but I will move up behind this panther to give Eric a little bit of love. All right. Uh, all you need is love. All you need is love. With that, it is the next panther's go. Um, both these panthers over here by the hill are going to swoop in and attack the down snake. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Makes sense. I got knocked going. I'm basically a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> True. Does an 18 hit? It does not. That was with advantage, minus four from the D4. Thank goodness. And then minus two, so does a 21 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. Indeed. That one is going to hit. Unfortunately. And you are going to take another five points of damage as it gnaws into your scales, yeah, right. and you are knocked prone. 
No, I'm prone prone. And it is now Eric's go. Six feet under prone. <laughs> I am going to cast magic missiles on individually three different beasts. Okay. For the first one that's next to me, we'll take three points of force damage. Next one that's on our right, we'll take one point, and then the one next to that will take three. All right, I got it. Perfect. As these magic missiles goosh, 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 slam into these uh, panthers, they seem a little bit on edge. And with that, it is the next panther's go, and he is going to attack Eric. And does a 16 hit Eric? Unfortunately. Did he roll his d4? He does not. This is the one oh, shoot. that does Dang not it. have Bane. And you take six points of piercing damage I'm as he still, bites into you. Still kicking. I'm still and standing. with that, Zask, it is your time. go. Well, since I'm basically a pro noodle on the ground, I'll spaghetti my way up with half my movement speed. I'll attack the one behind Eric. Does he? 24 hit. Uh, 24 definitely hits. Okay, cool. And that is seven points of damage with my spear. As you spear this one, you manage to get it right between the shoulder and the neck, and it is a killing blow. Thank goodness. As and he then falls as a over. Bonus action, I'll uh, cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. <laughs> and you cast Shield of Faith on yourself, and with that, it is the next Panther's go. Wait, you have spells? Surprisingly, yes, I knew. <laughs> it only took him like three or four weeks to figure that out. <laughs> Turns out I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, he does have advantage on you. Um, that is going to miss. That's a 15. That misses. Both attacks on you have had the minus four on the d4. Good. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's another four. So that's going to be 17, which misses. Misses. <laughs> and I didn't have to use shield of faith. The, what in the world? <laughs> the, that panther is going to go up to Arwen. Did he move out of my range? Do I get an opportunity attack? No, no, he he'll still be in range. Very well. And does a 14 hit Arwen? Uh, matches. Wait, right. no, yes. No, it doesn't match. That's, yeah, hits. All right. You are going to take five points of slashing damage. From its claws, and then it is Arwen's go. Um, let's see. Do I have advantage on this one with the snakey dude? Uh, no, he is not behind him. Now he is. Now you have advantage. Oh, whip moving him. five feet to the side. Say bad panther. And whip him. Bad kitty, smack my nose. Oh, that's nice. That is going to be a twenty-one to hit. That is a hit. And then that whip is a d4 plus something. That is uh, four points of damage. All right, you deal four points to that panther as you whip it with your whip. You hear him let out a meow. <laughs> and it is um, Eric's go. Am I able to move back 30 feet without an opportunity attack? Yes, you can. I move back 30 feet. I have... Pip, fly in, and the farthest one to the right, I'm going to get advantage and firebolt him. Firebolt is a ranged attack. You'll have disadvantage within five feet. He's not within five feet. Okay. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. Pip's yes. not casting it. You're no, casting. No, I'm casting Yep, yep. Uh, that would be a 21. Hits. 12 is their armor class. Yeah. 10. 10 points of... Kitty punishing damage. That one is dead. Got a little scared. It was a zero. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> zero points of damage. Lights up on fire like like a dried Christmas tree. And it is now... Zask, it's your go. Ah, uh, yes. I will attack the one to my right. Okay. I think. Yes. Does a 11. <laughs> An 11? Does not hit. 11 does not hit. 
Uh-oh. Two kitties still standing? Arwen, it is your go. I'm just gonna whip the one in front of me again. Alright. Um, that's gonna be a 19. To hit? 19 to hit, and then two points of damage. Two points of damage. Wow! <laughs> Oh, that one. He liked that one. Kitty's <laughs> <laughs> getting frisky. With that, um, the other one is going to move all around so it has advantage on the snake. It is going to miss the snake. <laughs> and does a 15 hit the snake? <laughs> Not. All right, they are done attacking. It is top of the order with Eric's go. I'm going to fire bolt. Another kitty. The one you have advantage on, I would presume? Yes. <laughs> More <Okay>. rations! <laughs> that's definitely a hit. Alright. Oh, that's a two points of fire two damage. Two points of fire damage. It is Zask's go, as this one has slightly got scorched hair. What do you do, Zask? Do I see the little dragon and do I have advantage? Yes, you do, and you do. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Is it 25 hit? Uh, 25 is you <laughs> double what you need to hit. And that is nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. stab the one behind me. It's a killing blow. And then I'll politely meow to the one in front of me. Meow! <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, with that, it is Arwen's go. What do you do with this last standing kitty cat? Instead of using my whip, I'm going to, because obviously that didn't work the last time, I'm actually going to unsheath my rapier and hit him with it. Hit him or stab him? Um, stab him. Good choice. Hit him with the blunt Uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, 15 hits? 11, no, 9 points of damage. That is enough to kill that panther outright as you stab it right through the eye. Oh, yeah, that one felt good. <clears throat> and combat is over. Well, All because we killed a squirrel. I think we're getting better at this, as I wipe the panther blood off my rapier. I forgot to buy a dagger! <laughs> Excuse me, fellas. Can someone uh, heal me? I have one point. Left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll waddle over and I'll... Uh... Touchy touch you and give you like a seven hug. to seven hit points work. Yeah. Okay. I touchy touch him for seven hit points with lay on hands. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good encounter when you almost die. That's the joy of this adventure. I want to call it joy. Call it pain. So you guys travel for about another another three four days. Uh, nothing eventful has happened yet. You guys managed to make camp. I'm assuming you're going to make camp every night. Travel about eight hours. Or are you guys going to push it and try to get to there a little earlier? Um, I would say we rest yeah. fairly good, especially because that gives us stuff back. Mm -hmm. All right, so now. you can count yourself as having a long rest. As you guys approach town, you can see it's a small town, much smaller, probably about half the size or less of Aurelian that you just left a couple, almost two weeks ago now at this point. And as you approach, you can see that they're in the middle of trying to construct walls around their small town. They've got a few few sections of walls up in front of the town. Uh, no guards stopping people from entering, just in the process of trying to secure their town, it looks like. And as you enter in, there's some... Little bit of bustle, not too crazy, like I said, small town. There's a tavern right off to your left. There's a couple people playing music right outside the tavern. It's a nice, lovely little relaxing tune. What do you guys do? Uh, this, sorry, is Fairgrove. Well, I would say the best thing to do to start in a new town would be hit up the tavern. I'd say that's a good way to get information, so yeah, let's do it! Wait, and help. Why, that's a lovely tune. Should we walk on inside and enjoy a drink? I don't see. Why not? That'd be magical. Alright, we proceed Touch. to walk in. Alright. You guys walk in, and the music, you can faintly hear the music while you're inside. 
Uh, it doesn't overpower anything going on. Uh, there's about half full, I'd say, right now the tavern is. Uh, lady approaches you, asks or tells you you can sit wherever you'd like and asks if she can get you something to drink or eat. Why, I'll take um, a glass of your weakest ailment. All right. And for you two, sirs? I'll take the weakest oh. ailment of water. Okay. And, uh, sir, I would presume? Uh, yes, it's, uh, yeah, that, that works. Um, I'll take a little bit of the strongest, please. Okay. <laughs> and she heads out to get you her weakest water, weakest ale, and strongest ale. Uh, <clears throat> She comes back and she places two glasses of ale in front of you two, and then a glass of water in front of you. And she says, "I apologize, but we really only have one kind of ale." So I, I take a sip. Oh, this, uh, <coughs> this is very strong. <coughs> Want some water? Yeah. Can I? Can I get a cup? <coughs> yes, sir. Um, I slide the mug over to his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all the, my little flask and I'll. Take a sip, and then I'll... <laughs> both, both, both jugs. All right. Go straight um, to your tail. She goes and gets you her drink. No, I actually swallow the cup's hole. <laughs> <laughs> when she gets back with your drinks... So, you, would you like another one, sir? I see uh, you finished those quite quickly. I'm good for now. Thank you, though, miss. I appreciate it. Uh, food or place to stay for the night? Uh, Why, I think that we're just actually passing through... We We're just... on our way to Fargrove. Oh. Well, Fargrove. Isn't... Are we in Fargrove? You're in Fairgrove, sir. Oh. Which is farther away than Fargrove? Does, so does... We just, Fairgrove just has an extra eye, pretty much, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But Fargrove is a, a little over a day's journey yet. Ah, very well. And it's closer to the swamp. What's with I the see. wall? Oh, the swamp. Well, we've been having issues <laughs> with... Uh, what did they call it? Were they creatures? Were yes. They squirrels? It's, it's not a bear. They called it something else. Panther? No, bigger. Did they look like... Owl bear? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> has been coming in and um, causing issues at night. Uh, you definitely need a wall. So we've been in the process of trying to build a wall now for a couple weeks. Can I do a history check to see if I know, like, a stupid amount of owl, about owl bears? Sure. Uh, 16. Uh, you, you're you quite familiar with them. You learned about them in your class back when you studied uh, in college. Yes. Owlbears, very intelligent creatures. It does not surprise me. I don't even think this wall will actually work at all. But um, good luck with that. I mean, when does it arrive? We could probably take care of it. Usually in the evenings, uh, but it's random. It's not every night. We don't know if it's when it gets hungry or when it just wants to kill. Or, or what's going on? Well, so. actually, owlbears, they, they aren't one to go seek out death. They're just more of a... Um, if they get frightened. Oh, well, we haven't done anything to frighten it. Then, about that time, a little kid comes by and he jumps up on the table and knocks you guys' his drinks off as he's running by and hops back off and you hear him let out like a little evil laugh. <laughs> And he ah, said, rations. <laughs> is that child doing anything to frighten the owl bear? Uh, she's like, no. Uh, he's that's really weird. Usually, our kids are pretty well behaved here. In what town. about that delinquent? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a new behavior. Pretty is the delinquent deplorable. green? <laughs> uh, I, I'll get you fresh drinks, sirs. And she goes back to get fresh drinks. What do you guys think about maybe since we're only a day away, spending spending the evening here and seeing if we could? I, I've always wanted to encounter an owl, owl bear. I've heard so much about them. Encounter or from afar? Observe. Just observe. Proud for the best. I bet it's that child there. Well, Wait, he's way too that? small to be an owl bear. <laughs> <laughs> that you're right. I meant he's. Provoking the owl bear, I have this gut feeling. <laughs> so if it's an owl bear, why are they building walls? Can it fly? Oh my! I I just kind of hit my hand head. <laughs> when they can fly, if I cast fly on them, 
So I so would assume we probably finish up our beverage and then um, maybe just explore <laughs> town a little bit. I hear you're going to Fargrove. <coughs> oh. Who are you? Um, man, sitting just a table away from you guy, you guys. Sorry, he's in a dark cloak, wearing dark clothes. He's got a hood over his over his head. Oh my, you're scary. That's where you're wrong. We're going to fight an owl bear. Ah, yeah. I haven't seen the owl bear yet since I've been here. But good luck in Fargrove. Why, thank you. What's your name? Don't worry about it. Well, now I'm worried. I'm not. You I don't know your name, can't you remember? The name's Cedric. Well, Cedric, you seem to have a disdain for Fargrove. Is there something we should know? I used to live there up until a few days ago. Until a few days ago? Well, I guess I lost count. The ale will do that to you. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. drink that much. <sighs> Stick to water. If you've been through what I've been through, you would drink that much as well. You don't know what I've been through. But well, please. I don't care to know what either of you have been through other than you. What exactly happened at Fargrove? I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. People have been going missing. Non-stop started with the forest men not returning. Did you think that maybe they just left town like you? Ah, that's kind of what we thought at first, but then more and more kept disappearing. Children started disappearing. People in town started disappearing, acting strange and funny. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't really know where we are. Are we by the, like, the cracks or anything? The cracks are a ways away. All right. No. Quite a few days' journey. Do you know if there's been any problems with, like, just wild creatures like undead or anything? Not that I'm aware of. Like I Very said, well. I left a few days ago, a few weeks ago, could have been months by now. Ale days ago. Ale days ago is the best way to describe it. Yes. Has anyone investigated? Anybody who, any search party that went out did not return. What do you mean went out? Now, are you saying Fargrove is the one that's, for say, haunted, or is it the woods past Fargrove? At this point, I don't know. So is there anybody in Fargrove right now? I believe so. You could, you could always ask Anita. Anita. Mm. Okay. Well, where can we find this Anita? She's just moved in to a small cottage out of town. Oh, all right. By the healer. By the healer. Mm. Is the healer a woman? Yes. Kind of hunched. Hooked nose. A witch. Which what? Yes, I would say she's probably a witch. Do you think that's the person? I don't think we should talk to anybody like that, but... Witch, wizard, sorcerer, what's the difference? They all practice magic. Well, I take 20 <laughs> minutes to <laughs> tell them what the difference between each one is. <laughs> and we're, I'm just sitting there the whole time, like, looking at my pretend watch that doesn't even exist yet. In that t 20 minutes that you tell the story, he's had about three ales. And, and Arwen's even had an ale at this point. Zask <laughs> <laughs> is wondering what Owlbear tastes like. He's like, <laughs> I don't know, she's done wonders for this town. This town or Fargrove? Fairgrove, this town. She's just outside of town here. Well, I think we should pay her a visit. Are you paying the witch a visit? Or oh. are you paying No, we're not paying. Anita? We're just going to go see her. <laughs> yeah, you always want to give away money. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright he, he says I'd, you'll have to get directions from the bar maiden we do that okay. um, she gives you directions it's just she's like about a 10 minute walk get outside of the t town that'll take you a minute or two to walk across town and then um, just outside of town So she says the healer is quite helpful here so if you have any questions for her, I'm sure she'll do her best to answer. And then actually, Anita just moved in across from the healer. So I guess I'm going to start making my way that way. Do I notice anything while walking through town that would pique my interest? That You hear some noise in the last building before you leave town. Um, kind of loud. Not as in fighting. You hear like one person doing a bunch of what seems like hollering and talking fast 
and then like an auction like a child that would be a your character wouldn't know like what an auction sounds like but yes i think that would pique his interest uh do you guys want to check that out it sounds very unusual yes i think we should go help them all right assuming that i'll follow along before you guys head in there just one other thing you did notice there was a lady doing blacksmith work right before the auction house are goblins turning your cave into a chaotic party zone? Say goodbye to the goblin shenanigans with Gob Gone. Just one spray and watch those mischievous goblins vanish faster than you can cast Fireball. Gob Gone, because a clean cave is a happy cave. But wait, there's more. For only five gold pieces, we'll send you two Gob Gones. That's double the content. Subscribe to our Patreon, Gob Gone not included. You guys walk into the auction house, and a guy holds up a silver longsword, and nothing special about it besides the fact it's a longsword. Tries to auction it off. There's only a few people in there. He starts it off at 100 gold pieces. No takers. He says, well, we'll find something else then. And he goes to the next room, obviously puts the longsword back, comes back with a sack of grain. Starts it off at three gold pieces, and somebody's like, I'll take that. And then one other person is interested in it at four gold pieces, and then that's the person who, yep, who buys it for four gold pieces. He buys the sack of grain. And then they repeat that process with mundane items. Um, Some of them go for a couple copper pieces, the bag of grain for four gold was the most expensive piece you saw that actually sold. And there's a guy in the middle. There's two different guys. One guy goes and gets something, brings it out, tries to auction it off. While he's doing that, the other guy goes and gets something and brings it out. And there's a guy in the center taking notes about everything that's happening. Um, you guys walk in, and after a couple things get auctioned off, the guy taking the notes gets down, comes over to you, and asks if what you're doing here. Are you here to buy something? Well, this is quite the process. I've never seen anything where people pay different types of money trying to beat each other in order to win a prize. It's something that we have just started, and we want to see if it catches on. This is the first place we've done this. We're hoping to take it all the way up to to Tall Mock. Why, what do you call this act of buying? We call it competitive buying. Hmm, that makes sense. I like it. Yeah, I would like to buy something. Is there something specific you like? I can put it on the list. Hmm. Hey, what was that thing you wanted to cover yourself with? Was it... Oh, yeah, um, I've been looking for armor specifically. I mean, I didn't intend to come here to find armor because I thought someone just needed help with all the hollering. But, uh, armor or, like, a weapon that can, like, reach, like, pretty far, you know... So you're looking for some kind of pole arm weapon? Yes, or plate armor, specifically. Plate. Plate. Oh, I'll see if like we have. Like the thing any. you eat off of. Uh, um. Okay, I'm sure we have a set of plates back there. Ah, yes. I always wanted that. All right. So he takes your guys's notes. He says, "All right, you want plates, and you want anything useful, I suppose." And you, sir? Spell books. Oh. Well. Oh. Um, okay. And, and and long and a long weapon if you have them. That, uh, with yes. Pla- with Pole plate arm, armor. plates, long weapons. I've yes. got it jotted down. He goes <laughs> up there, yes. and there's a little bit of discussion. And the guy in purple goes out to the room up beside him, comes back with a set of plates. They look like finely made porcelain plates, <clears throat> and they start the bidding at uh, 23 silver pieces. It's just up your alley. <clears throat> I don't think I can wear those though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody want these plates? We're gonna start it at twenty-three silver. You put some sap on them; they'll stick to your chest. That's, 20, that's twenty-three true. silver, snake dude. Twenty-three mm. silver, and he looks at you. <laughs> I'm trying to math right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then he looks around the room. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? While he's doing this, the I, guy in red. I'll do twenty-four. 
24. We have a bidder here for 24 ah, for the yeah, plate. Just steal them. Snake dude, would you <laughs> like them for 25? What's 25. 25, 23, 24, 25. That beats, yeah, yeah, 25. 25. 30. 30 silver pieces to the guy here in black. <laughs> Take that, Sass. I don't have toes. Would you? Count. 31, um, sir. Snake person. 31. Can you do 30 in a copper? 30 in a copper. That's too much for me. All right. And he bangs a little, a little wooden stick. It looks like a mini hammer on the table. And he says, you, sir, snake man, are a fine owner of a set of plates for 30, <laughs> I can't wait to wear these. <laughs> 30 silver and one copper. I don't understand the point of this game. <laughs> the next guy brings out a book and he says, we do not have any, uh, you call them spell books, sir? Um, but we have how to spell books. <laughs> one <laughs> copper. <laughs> one copper. Okay. Do do I hear do I hear five silver out there? And one of the other guys raises hand. I'll do five silver. Do you know how to spell? I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, book. <laughs> if that's what you're Five under. silver and a copper. Five silver and a copper. The other guy's just like, oh. looks over at um, looks over at Arwen. He's like, that's too much. <laughs> and uh, you you now have a how to spell book. And he bring, sets the book down, makes a jot. Ah, um, now you'll stay illiterate. <laughs> now then, here we have a uh, a long weapon, and it is a long stick, about ten feet long, with a piece of iron wrapped on the end with cord. So it'd be like a spear. the The gentleman with the long tail wanted something long. We've got a very long spear here for you. We don't have a lot, but we're offering what we can. Uh, we'll start the bidding at ten silver pieces. Yeah, ten, ten silver. Yeah. Okay, ten silver pieces. Anybody else in the room? Anybody else? Should I go eleven? Eleven silver. Does somebody want it for eleven? And the guy in the purple cloak says, I'll, I'll do eleven silver, sir. All right, eleven silver for you. It's back to you, snake man. I'll do twelve silver. Aha, he learned how to count. He wants 12 silver. Do I hear 15 silver from anybody? 15 silver. And the guy's like, ah, uh, uh, I, I suppose 15 silver. Anybody else? Do they want it? We'll do 20 silver. Do, 20. do 15 and a copper. I'll offer something that's worth 30 silver pieces and a copper. I'll trade. Uh, sir, we're not doing trades. We're, oh. It's for coin only. Wait, how much, how much did you say? 20 silver, sir. Uh... Wait, where are we at right now? I, uh, I already I already did the 12 that he didn't beat, right? He beat it. He did 15 silver, sir. Oh, jeez. I'll do 15 and a copper. Okay, 15 and a copper. Here we go again. <laughs> sir, the other guy says, I, I'll do the 20 silver, sir. Uh, so we're at we're at 25 silver. Would you like for 25 silver? 21 silver. <laughs> 21 silver. Uh, you, sir, in the purple. No, that's okay. He can have it. Uh, so 21, 21 silver for you. And then here we've got something very special. And he goes, the next guy, and he sets up a little box and opens it up. He says, this here is a healer's kit, my friends. And we're going to start this off at 15 gold. Would anybody like a healer's kit for 15 gold? Excuse me. Yes. What exactly does that do? Well, if you're injured and bleeding out and probably going to die... Could be from battle, could be from bad luck with the wife. Either one. And you're about to die. A friend, probably not the wife that's trying to kill you, but a friend could bring this along and stop the wound. Fifteen gold pieces. All right, fifteen gold pieces. But, but I can do that, so uh, can, can I sell myself for fifteen gold pieces? We, we'd be, uh, well, we haven't per tried. Service? Um, <laughs> uh, you hear them whispering, do we do slavery? I don't know, we haven't gotten into <laughs> slavery. I, I think the snake doesn't know what he'd be selling I'll himself. I'll touch someone for. for 15 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that might be illegal here. Um, do I win it? Uh, uh, oh, yes. Uh, 15. And he bangs the little gavel thing. Sold to you, sir. Um, my, look at the time. We must be closing. We got some things to talk about. And 
I guess. Well, it's been a pleasure to support your active, uh, uh... Competitive sl- buying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Competitive buying, not slavery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody gets up and starts leaving, and um, you go up, you give them your money, and then they give you a chit of paper, and on there it says what you bought, how much you bought each piece for, and they give it to you along with your items that you bought. Alright. Hey, Zask. Got you a book. A book? I'm gonna what teach you how to spell. <laughs> Spells? No. Never. Spell. And with that, like it is... writing? Um, yes. It's Hi, about <coughs> 5 o'clock in the evening now. It was about mid-afternoon when you guys arrived. And you guys are on your way to see the um, healer or Anita? Who are you going to see first? I need to see the healer. <laughs> All right, you go to see the healer, and she is the one standing up. You can ignore the big uh, mace that she's carrying because she doesn't have an actual mace. Uh, she's in that small is that hut the there. So-called witch, witch healer, sorcerer, wizard, sorcerer, wizard, whatever. all the same to Deuterino. I go back to her <laughs> lecture, and all right. You open up the, or she opens up the door for you, uh, lets you guys in. There's different smells or aromas in the room, um, like incense, burning, and stuff like that. So she asks you in and asks what ails you and if she can help you. Um, why did we come here again? Uh, I, I think it was because we just want to know like what's been going around in the area. I think. Right? Oh yes, Fargrove. What what is the matter with them? Ah, uh, I am not sure what is the matter with Fargrove. You would have to go to them or you could go speak with Lady Anita. She just moved in here from Fargrove. But be careful what you say, she's quite emotional. Ah uh, yes. And what is it that you do around the town again? I help people that are sick. I hmm. heal them with my different potions and brews that I have. What are you? I prefer to call myself a healer. Someone called you a witch, and I don't believe it. That was not very nice of them. No, I gave them a long lecture. Hmm. It couldn't be that Cedric fellow. Hey, it was. He moved in a couple months ago. He, uh, he came from Fargrove himself. Yeah, he's in an ale dream. He is definitely. I tried to help him with that, but he didn't want my bruise. Hmm. What exactly do these brews do? Uh, I have different brews and potions to heal different things, from minor colds to gravely ill. Are they f- for sale? I, I do not sell them. I make them when somebody is sick. What if I were to tell you that one of us was to become very ill? Um, what would you have? That sounds ominous. <laughs> Probably bloodied limbs or um, punctured holes in our body, teeth marks, claw scratches. I wouldn't. I would. That's more of a. Uh, that's more of a church's area. I would say. I do more of the um, sick ailments. Well, I guess if one of us ever comes upon a cold, we'll make our way to you. I. I if. Um, she does go... You're scary, man. <laughs> she goes over to her little cabinet and opens it and pulls out a very nice, ornate box. It's about a foot long by, by say, three inches tall. And she brings it over and opens it up. And there are little vials in there. And she says, these are known as potions of healing. And there are five left there's some missing slots where some obviously could have been and she says if you're interested in these i could probably sell you them yes i say <laughs> kind of to I these see, guys <laughs> i see you use a lot of uh like platery or whatever you call them and stuff like that um if you wouldn't mind, I, I got some plates i thought i could wear them but if you have better use for them um, um you could maybe cut us a little bit of price off if you don't mind and also i would like to know what you use for making them things because if we're ever out and about we could definitely get stuff for you i i have no reason sir for a uh 
plates from you. Ah, okay. But I it's appreciate the gesture. Throw them at people. F- fragmenting frisbees? Heck yeah. <laughs> Be afraid, squirrels. <laughs> I am going to have to say for the simple potions that I have, they're very basic. I would want to get probably 50 gold pieces each from for them. Hmm. Steep price. Why? That is quite much. How do you guys feel about that? I mean... I'll buy one. You know what? I'll take two. Are we competitive buying here? No, no. Oh, I got this. We got two for 100 gold pieces. So do I have two minor healings then? Yes. There's three left. Are you buying one? I'll buy one. Okay, she sells one to you. Uh, well, if these two got one, uh, I guess I'll just stick with touching myself if I ever need it. <laughs> she says you should probably rephrase that, sir, when talking to other people. Can I get you anything else? Some stew? Will you be going to talk to Anita? We will. But do you have any tea leaves? Um, I do have some tea leaves. May I purchase some? Sure. She goes and gets there in a little sack, and she splits them up and puts them in two different little sacks and she gives you one little one and she's like uh eight silver pieces you got yourself a deal all right and then she goes back and she comes back out with a it's a freshly baked loaf of bread and a small dish of soup and she says that she would like for you to take this to anita please when you go over there she's just been trying to help her out since she lost her family uh you should have said that before you made us hungry <laughs> we'll, we'll gladly take it to Anita thank you okay then. now you need a plate now you do need a plate alright no, you guys go talk to Anita <laughs> yep. okay uh, you get over to Anita's place which is right across and what do you do you're at the door knock on the door yes um, yes is this the house of Anita the door slowly opens. Who who are you? What are you? I got plates. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what am I? Uh, I'm kind of like a snake humanoid thing. Yeah, you want tea if you ever read about it. We have this this thing from the healer across door. It's called bread. Oh, uh, thank yes. you, thank you. And she opens the door and please please do come in. I'm I can share it. Why? Thank you. We walk and in. She opens it. I, I don't know if I have a chair built for something like you, but you can use one of the regular ones if you can make it work. It's fine. As long as you got a floor, I'm all right. She does. <laughs> so she, she there's a small table, um, and she asks what you're doing in town or what she can help you with or why you're here to see her. All of the above questions. I was told to dance around a little bit. But I, that's really n- not my type of thing. We're headed to Fargrove. Don't go there. Please. Please, you'll die. Well, that that is why we're here to talk to you. What exactly is going on? Uh, from a slightly concerned, like, who's knocking on her door to an absolute terror look overcomes her face when you guys bring up going to Fargrove. And uh, she goes on to explain... To you that uh, she, I guess she says, "Do you want me to? Do you want the long or the short?" Well, we got nothing but time. Yeah, I mean, if you're all right with telling the long, I mean, okay, go right ahead. And she says, "Well, it started quite some time ago. Our forest men stopped returning from collecting lumber. Lumber that you take back to a rebellion, is that correct? Correct. I mean, we had summons on hand." Quite a bit on hand, actually, yet, uh, that hadn't been shipped. They can only take about a wagon load at a time. So, started with the forest men would quit returning, and then pretty soon they were out of forest men. Before they were out of forest men, though, their children started acting funny. Some of them, not all of them, and then slowly more of them. They started causing a lot of trouble. And then they started uh, disappearing at night. They would just wander off. The children? 
Uh, yes, she said, and uh, our, our our daughter was one of them. She just disappeared one night. Uh, you said our daughter. Do you, is there um, a mister? Not, not anymore. I am sorry to hear that. She says, that's a tragedy. About how old was your daughter? Uh, she was eight. She continues the story. Um, so their kids started going missing. After that, they had started acting funny. The forest men at this point were pretty much all but non-existent. Her husband, he he worked on bundling the logs, bless you, and sending them out on uh, the wagons. Sometimes he would go and take them up himself to Aurelian. And after their daughter went missing, he leaded the first search party for these kids, and they headed out to the swamps to try to see if maybe that was where everything was going on because that's where the forest men started disappearing because they they collected swamp trees which are a special kind of lumber they don't rot like your regular lumber does in wet climate so that's what far grove specializes in is these moist trees and they're called sapras trees and um he led the first search party and none of them returned not long after that, once most the young children had disappeared, uh, townsfolk started acting funny. They wouldn't want to talk. They'd just walk around in a daze, probably because of the missing kids and uh, all the weird stuff that was surrounding the town. She says when she left uh, about, uh, about two or three days ago, she moved in here. So a little bit more than three days ago. She said there was very few people left in town. And she doesn't know what's happened to him since. She she really hopes that maybe maybe the they'll return, but she fears that everybody is dead. And none of them were found. No, nobody ever came back. No one tried following them or knew that they were walking away. They just disappeared in the middle of the night. Not like somebody broke in and took them. Has the Nazical been informed about this? This has only been happening for probably three months mm, not that they'd do anything anyway it's so it's been pretty bad any strange noises in the middle of the night fogs strange lights in the sky no uh the only the only thing that i know that might be out of the ordinary is my daughter uh got an uh, imaginary friend a couple weeks before she went missing tell me about this imaginary friend uh, she just said she had an imaginary friend. She we, she would re, she would introduce us to her imaginary friend. We called it an imaginary friend. She always told us it was really there, or Ooh. he was really there. Ooh. He. He. Okay. She. Some. What, what was the name that your daughter gave? Um, she just referred to him as her friend. She never she never gave said a name. So we don't know he or she. We just assumed a he or a she. We just called it an imaginary friend, me and my husband. Any description of this imaginary friend? Uh, she said tall, bald. She said it was an adult. Any certain race? We just assumed humanoid. Kids make up stories. We didn't ask. We didn't think we needed to. It's clear we should have. Not your fault. We don't mean to pry with the questions. I think we've gathered what we need to here. Please, are you are you still going? What is your daughter's name? Our daughter's name is Millie. And what is your husband's name? Art. Art? Art. Okay. We are still going, and We're... I don't know if I'll speak for the rest of us, but if we find them, we'll bring them back. Can you, please, re when you return, please, please return and tell me what happened to him no matter what. I just, I need closure at this point. I will go over to Anita, put my hand on, on her shoulder. <laughs> she, like, she, don't worry. She jolts a little bit when you come over there. I mean, no harm, but I'm sure for you that whatever this is, you know, whatever may be going on and whatever's doing this will be paid in full to itself. You, I see this shall not go unpunished, and closure is the least that we can do for you. Thank you, sirs. Now, about what time is it now? It's it's getting... By the time you went over to um, the healers, 
and back to Anita's. And the time that she's spent, she served you guys food while you were there from the healer. Um, it's about 7 o'clock at night now. I say we go catch our little rascal that spilled our drinks and ask him about his friend. I think I think that is a good idea. And at this point, we might as well stay the night here. In town or in... In, in town okay. after we find out about Rascal. Because I, I think we would need permission from Anita if we were going to stay here. No, we won't bother <laughs> her here. We'll go back to... I'm sure they have a of a, something that there, we can stay in. There's The tavern has rooms that you can stay in. There's also an, a small inn right across the ta- from the tavern. Um, both of them only have a couple beds each, yeah. but... So I think we all go back, and then we're going to, like, try to find that kid and talk to him. Okay. It's evening. You guys spend... Do you look through town or just, like, at the tavern? We tavern You don't see him at as, the walk, as you walk back to the tavern, if that helps you all. Yeah. You give it back to the tavern. You spend the evening. Uh, nothing happens. You don't, you don't come across the kid. It's nighttime. Assuming you go to take it, go to sleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where we'll end and we'll pick up in the morning during for our next session. Hey everybody, thanks for uh, listening to this episode and we uh, really hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, feel free to uh, shoot us a like, uh, follow, maybe even a share with some of your other D&D friends and you can uh, find us on other socials like Instagram, um, TikTok, and uh, follow all of our streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music um, so you get notified for our next session. And once again, thank you and we'll see you next session.